Welcome to the Hard Faith and Business Podcast. I wanted to create a space to share, inspire, motivate, and uplift one another. We're going to talk a little bit about faith, God, mom life, entrepreneurship, running a business, relationship, and just life as a woman. My name is Danera, and a lot of people call me and know me as Danny. Soy Latina. I'm a single mom to three kids. I am an entrepreneur. I started my baking side hustle in 2012. I started to teach online baking classes in 2018. I was able to leave my part-time job in 2019. I now teach full-time. I help other small baking business owners level up their mentality, their income, and their menu. My hope is that this podcast will reach many and let them know that they are not alone and they don't have to do it alone. Thank you for allowing me to come into your space. Let's get started. Hi, you guys. Welcome to episode two. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about being a Latina and being an entrepreneur. Um, So I have a few notes, but honestly, this is not scripted. So I'm just going to let things flow and just go from there. I might, hopefully I'm not all over the place and um, hopefully you guys understand where I'm coming from and understand what I'm trying to say. (laughs) So, you know, entrepreneurship has been really hard for me. Um, I felt like when I first started, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I didn't know where this was going. I had no idea, right? So, you know, now that I am teaching full-time and I've been basically an entrepreneur like full-time for three years, doing it on my own, running my own business, um, it has been really, really hard. And I feel like not a lot of people talk about this. Yes, like entrepreneurship, running a business, we all hear it. It's very hard, very stressful, very hard. You know, we hear it all the time. So yes, we know it's hard. But I feel like being a Latina has been way harder. (laughs) And honestly, I didn't really discover this until just started to discover it a few months ago, little by little, just exploring, you know, the way I am and why I am the way I am. And it all just kind of started to make sense. And I want to say that I'm still working on it. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about it because maybe you have no awareness that this is what you're going through. And maybe you're, you know, feeling the same way that I was, which was, I was just very frustrated with myself. I felt like, you know, I I know that I'm smart. I know that I want to be successful. I know that I want to give my kids, you know, a better life, you know, so on, so on. And it was really hard for me to, you know, kind of see the opportunities and go for them. Like I felt like I was stuck. Like I, I, I couldn't move forward and I couldn't understand. And I felt like, you know, is it because I have a lot of inner issues? Like a lot of things that happened to me as I was little is it because I'm an introvert. Is it because I'm shy? Is it because I'm quiet? Is it, is it all of that, that I can't bring myself to take on all these opportunities and put myself out there and, you know, so on and so on. And yes, you know, it, it has a lot to do with our personality the way we were raised, right, our environment, Um, but it also has to do with our culture and the way we were, you know, raised by our parents and so on, so on. So for those that don't know, um, I am Guatemalan. Both of my parents are from Guatemala, Um, and I feel like in order for you to understand uh, basically the way you were raised and, and the patterns and the cycles is you have to go back, you know, you have to go back to the way your parents were raised and the way you were raised. And I know that, you know, for example, my parents are not very open about their childhood. I felt like my mom, I know a little bit about when she, what she went through. And with my dad, I don't have like the best relationship. So I don't really like 
talk about these things with him but i do know the little that i do know it's you know they had it hard um they came to the united states looking for a better life like you know all of our parents and but i know for example my mom she was raised by like a single mom she's a child um they have they have uh nine kids basically in total um and her dad died when she was very little um her mom was very very tough on her and on, on all her kids um and but she's independent she was hardworking. um but i know that she was just kind of like a mean a mean lady and you know when i look back it's kind of like i understand you know i get it you know she was a single mom trying to raise all these kids the stress like i understand completely you know and i do want to say you know um i I love my parents okay Uh, and i'm sure you love your parents as well but i know that you know they're human and they made a lot of mistakes just like myself i am a mom and i have made a lot of mistakes and but i feel like as parents we know that we want the best for our kids we want them to do better than us right but in order for us and for our kids to do better they need to see the mistakes they need to be aware of those mistakes for them not to repeat them and to just basically see how you know we can take a a a mistake and turn it into a lesson and learn from it right so you know i love my parents so i just don't want you guys to think that i'm gonna come on here and you know bash my parents but it is important right so it was tough for my mom right so when she came here and she had she has a total of three kids three girls my older sister, uh, myself, I'm the middle child, and then I have a younger sister. And my mom, you know, me growing up, all I remember is my mom working. Like, that is the memory that I have as, um, the memory that I have of her growing up. My mom was always working. I, I feel like I didn't see her much, and I have a good relationship with her. And when I was in little I didn't understand that I felt like you know I just don't have a good relationship with mom period and my dad was a little bit more around um so I had a better relationship with him um growing up my mom was very moody very cranky she would complain a lot she had a lot of stress and you know as a child you don't understand what's going on you just feel like I don't know you know like this is basically how my parents are and as I got older I understood you know why my mom is the way she is and it was you know because she had a lot on her plate she had to raise her kids provide for the kids by herself she didn't really have my dad didn't really help out he just caused a lot of problems and maybe I can talk a little bit about it in another episode um just a little bit more about what has happened and you know why uh, you know just just things <laughs> that I'll open up about later maybe but anyways so it it was tough on my mom right so I was raised in an environment where um, money was an issue um, financial problems were always a thing I always felt like I I grew up in a very uncertain place meaning like I didn't know what was going to happen tomorrow type of thing and I feel like as a child it that impacts you like for me now and I'm seeing all of this you guys now that I'm 33 years old you know like I'm starting to see all of this but living in a in a place and environment was there was a lot of uncertainty it it was hard for me to speak up right like um I felt like 
I didn't know what was going to happen. I felt like I didn't have a say. I felt like I couldn't really say much, right? And I was scared of how my mom would react. I was scared of how my dad would react. My dad had, you know, where he could explode at any time. He was kind of like a yeller sometimes and more at my mom than anything. Um, And so, yeah, so I was kind of always quiet. You know, I kind of, I'm very observant, and I'm still observant till this day. And I'm still pretty quiet. <laughs> I've gotten a lot better at it. But, um, you know, I've always said when you become an entrepreneur, you need to put yourself out there, right? You need to like, you know, you're running a business. So you need to put yourself on social media. You need to be able to network. You need to be able to, you know, just collab with people, all that kind of stuff. Right? And it was really hard for me. Like it was really hard when I was put in a group of people um, and you know, a simple, a simple task of, okay, what's your opinion on this scenario? Like, what are your, what are your two cents? You know, it was really hard for me to say my two cents, although deep down inside, I wanted to speak up. I wanted to give my idea. I wanted to put my, you know, my two cents in. I felt like I, no, like I, I was scared. I was scared to, to speak up. And when you're an entrepreneur, you need to be able to speak up for yourself. You know, you need to be able to Go out there and, uh, you know, make it happen or else it's really hard to grow a business like that. It, that's one of the things, you know, speaking up for myself, it's just been really, really hard. When I started to make more money, um, it was really scary, right? So at first I was like very happy. I was like, oh my gosh, I have, you know, made it (laughs) and it was more money than I can ever, you know, I had ever imagined, right? Growing up the way I grew up, um, you know, very, like I had mentioned, money was an issue. Um, my mom always stressed about, you know, just just money. <laughs> money started to scare me. Like, I felt like I was, you know, just, this is scary. Um, and I felt guilty at times for having too much money. I felt guilty for spending the money. I felt guilty <laughs> just for, you know being able to afford this and it it was just a lot of issues with money and at first I didn't understand and I was just like I once again hate the way I am and I was just like why you know it, it I literally would get frustrated with myself the more I you know learned um is it all has to do with you know the way I was raised yeah you know, um, being a Latina um, you know, you don't see this often. People making a lot of money in our culture is, yes, there is very successful people out there. But when you look at the world, the percentage is not a lot. I felt like, okay, if I'm making this huge amount of money, like something bad's going to happen. Like something bad is about to happen. And I felt like it has hold, held me back from achieving so much more. Um, you know, and I'm going to give you guys one example that comes to my mind right now is a home. So for those that don't know, um, I live with my parents and I have three kids and um, we live in a three bedroom household. So you can, you know, my sister lives here. It's seven of us and you can figure out how we're sleeping. So when I started to make more money, I was like, I want to get a home. Like I want to buy a home. I my kids deserve it. I deserve it. 
you know, so this, before that, before I started to make money, I even felt like, um, I feel like, how am I going to do it? How am I going to make it by myself? Um, and I live in California for those that don't know. So it's very expensive here. And I, I felt like I was never going to be able to afford to buy a home, to rent a home for, you know, the three of us, I mean, the four of us. Um, I felt like it's kind of impossible. <laughs> and when I started to make more money, I said, okay, well, now what? Your, you, your excuse before was you don't make enough. Now that you're making enough, you know, what? So the thought has been there for about going on three years, right? And yes, I had to do with, you know, um, I had to do my taxes. I had to like prove the income. I had to like fix my credit, you know, all that sort of stuff, right? But I felt like I didn't get on it sooner. I could have done this a long time ago. But once again, you, I didn't believe it could happen. I didn't believe, you know, it's just very, you doubt yourself, you know, you don't have the enough confidence in yourself. So I feel like I, I lagged it. And, you know, this year I told myself, 2022, I said, okay, dinner, like that's enough. Like it's time for you to get a home. And I messaged the realtor and I said, hey, I'm ready, you know, and I just put myself out there and I just said, I I'm ready, let's do this. So um, she told me, okay, well, I need to know what you qualify for. You need to send me your bank statements. You need to send me, you know, so on, so on. And that has been, it's been two weeks, you guys, and I have not sent in anything. And once again, I'm like, there, I, I'm smart enough to know now that there is resistance there. And I need to figure out why is there resistance? Why am I not going forward with this, right? Why is there procrastination? You know, what is going on? And yes, once again, like I said, like it is very easy for me to just you know, stay here, stay here. And it's like, this is our life and this is how it is. And, you know, so on, so on. And when I started to think more about it, of what is going on, what is holding me back from, you know, this is easy stuff, right? This is just me churning in the paperwork. This is nothing like me going out looking for houses. This is not nothing. It's nothing hard. This should be easy, but there's resistance. So, um, the more I, I digged, it was kind of like that person that has a home, right? That is living with her three kids, that is running a small business, that, you know, is being very successful. That is hard for me to accept. That is hard for me to step into that person. Like, it's hard for me to see myself doing that. And it's pretty sad. <laughs> it's pretty sad that a lot of us are are going through this. Meaning like you want to run a business. You want to be successful. You want to, you know, do more in your business. You want to like do so much. Like you see other people doing it and you see like I have the potential. I have the talent. And sometimes you get stuck where you're just kind of like don't move forward. You there is a lot of resistance there, right? The same way that I'm experiencing resistance. And you have to dig in deep. You have to ask yourself 
why am I resisting to go move forward with this? Yes, every risk, you know, every when we go out there and take on these opportunities or when we make these investments, that kind of stuff, it, it is a risk, right? It's scary. There is a lot of fear, right? But if it's more than fear, because for me, yes, it's scary and I have done scary things, but I have learned to push fear aside. I have learned to just be like, move fear, move over. Um, we're going to be okay. I know it's my brain trying to keep me safe. I know that my brain is doesn't like the unknown stuff, doesn't like to step into, uh, you know, just unknown territory. Like I, my brain, our brains are there to keep us safe. So I know that, you know, but for me, this is, this is more than that. Like this is more than that. You need to really figure out what is holding you back from exploding, right? And I have shared this before for for those that follow me on Instagram and follow my lives. I have shared with you guys before that I have been wanting to, you know, create products in my business. I wanted to come up with merch. I wanted to um, just come out with another source of income. But once again, and, and look at I have the design that I want to do on on my on the shirts. I have the design right. I've been having it since last year. Uh, the cups that I wanted to sell, they're sitting in a bin. <laughs> like they're sitting in a bin, and I can produce more, and but I'm not doing it. And once again, there's a lot of resistance there. Yes, it is fear. Yes, yes, it is like you know not knowing how it's going to go. Are people going to buy? You know, like yes, there's all of that. But there's also, you know, that, those thoughts of, can you be that person? Can you step into that person that is going to have a successful business, that's going to have multiple sources of income coming in? Um, you know, in my family, you know, that's not really a thing. <laughs> you know, it's not what we see. You know, I'm used to seeing you know, my mom is still a housekeeper. She's still working. You know, she's doesn't make a lot of money, right? Um, people around me have, you know, corporate jobs, nine to five. Um, you know, what I'm doing, it's not a thing in my family. Like, it's not. And going back to the way I was raised and all that, you know, I told you guys my mom was very moody, very cranky, very stressed out about money when I had my kids, you know, I had my kids very young, 16 and 18. Um, and I had this part-time job and I was collecting welfare and I was also repeating that cycle, you know, the same way that my mom repeated it, where I was the one working. I was the one trying to provide for the kids. Right. And when you are a single mom and you're trying to do it all on your own, um, that can create a lot of stress and that can create a lot of, it brings on depression sometimes. It can make us moody. Uh, it can, you know, you're you're kind of just living day by day trying to provide for your kids. And, you know, I remember coming from work and um, coming home to like just a messy home and it can be very stressful. Um, you just feel unhappy. Like this is this sucks. Like this life sucks. And, you know, I look back at my mom and that's exactly how she felt. She felt like, you know, coming home late, late 
in the evening coming home to a place that wasn't cleaned because me and my sister were not those type of children um I'm sorry mom and trying to just do it all you know that that is so hard that is so hard and I saw myself repeating that, you know, repeating that cycle, stressed about money, moody, cranky, always complaining. Um, my mom was a worrier. I was a worrier. You know, there is patterns. Like there is patterns that you need to become aware of and you need to look at your parents and you need to see like, okay, I, the way I was raised, how was I raised, right? How was I raised? What type of environment I was in, you know, and Really dig into that because that's going to help you as an adult uh, and raising your own children. And yes, we always say we we want to do better than our parents. But what is what does that exactly mean? Like, what does that mean? We say it all the time, but have we really dissected that? You know, how are we going to be better? What did they do? Right? How were you raised? How did that affect you? And now are you repeating those cycles, those patterns to your own children? So for me, I caught myself repeating that cycle, you know, and it's hard being a, uh, you know, Hispanic, Latina, like, it's like, we don't come from money, you know, we, we don't have it made like other people do. It's a really hard cycle to get out of. It's a really hard mountain to climb when you have nothing, (laughs) like, you know, once again, I got pregnant young, collected welfare for many, many years, had a part-time job that barely made ends meet. Um, and I, I I have, you know, built a business from the ground up. And that is something to be proud of. That is something to celebrate, right? So if you are, you know, have your own business, you are an entrepreneur, and you are doing things differently than the way your parents did it. Um, although you were raised in that type of environment, you're doing it. Like, you have to celebrate that, right? You have to keep going. And it is really, really hard, okay? And entrepreneurship, like I said at the beginning, is hard on all on its own. But when you're Hispanic, when you're Latina, it's much, much harder because those around us, are not used to seeing entrepreneurs. They're not used to that. So that scares them. And you might not get the support that you truly are expecting from those around you, but it's because it's very unknown to them. That is not what we do. (laughs) You know, in our culture, that's not what we do. You have to kind of learn to be like, that's okay, you know, um, that they don't see it. It's okay that they don't understand the vision, they don't understand the dream. Um, That's fine. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to start, you know, doing my own work on my on, on myself um, and figure out what patterns I'm carrying, what cycles I'm repeating and really work on that. So i uh, give you guys another example. I told my mom that, you know, mom, I am looking into a home already. And my mom had been pushing me for, you know, since I started to make more money, she said, Danera. You need to start looking into getting your own little place. You need to start looking into, you know, um, she wanted me to get my own place. And right now, I'm the one paying um, most of the rent here, right? And my goal is to retire my mom. I don't want her working no more. And 
moving out of here scares me for them. You know, it scares me that how are they going to do it if I move out? You know, if I'm not helping out no more, how are they going to make it work, right? So I decided to tell my mom that uh, I I was starting to look. You know, I told her, I don't know how fast this is going to go. I don't know if it's going to take up another year. I don't know. But I wanted to let her know to just prepare her. You know, I kind of just told her what I'm looking for. And one of the first responses that she said was, okay, but don't get to nothing. Don't get nothing too, um, what's the word, you guys? Luxurious? Nothing too, too much with too much luxury. Nothing too big. Nothing too, like, you know, and that right there is an example of what I mean, you know. And once again, I... I because I, I've kind of done the work, um, I know not to take that personally. Like, I know not to be like, okay, yeah, I need to get something small because what if I can't afford it and I don't want nothing too big because, you know, like, no, <laughs> like, no. But I get where my mom is coming from because of the way she was raised, you know, of the type of money she's making. My mom doesn't know my numbers. She doesn't know really how much money I am making. She doesn't get it. She doesn't understand. So, yes, I don't want this big old home and, you know, like like a mansion. But I know what I want. If, if, I, can, if I can afford it, if I can do it, why not? Why not? Only you know what you want to do, you know, with your life, with your business, only you understand that no one else you know our parents love us and they want the best for us and they care for us Um, but we have to be willing to step out of of that known bubble you know of that known environment Um, we want to be able to you know leave our kids with a lot more right we want to be able to give our kids a a, a better life, a better world, um, so they can give their own kids a better life, a better world. I don't know if any of that made sense or if you guys understand what I'm trying to tell you guys. And, you know, I'm not sure if anybody resonated with anything that I said. But I feel like not a lot of people talk about it. And I feel like, you know, they, there's a lot of talk about entrepreneurship life is hard and running a a small business is hard but I feel like it's a lot a lot harder for us Hispanic because of our environments the way our parents are and although my mom is very supportive of what I do my parents are supportive of what I do um, they're happy of what I'm doing um, I know that there's a lot of fear behind that I know that some of the things she said she doesn't mean to say it that way but it comes off as she doesn't truly believe in what I do. <laughs> and we got to learn to just be okay with that and, you know, love them and understand that, you know, they care for us. So that's why they try to, you know, for us not to not to do anything scary, they try to stop that. <laughs> and they're like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's because they don't understand. So if you are, you know, starting your own business, if you're already in the middle of it and opportunities are coming your way and you there's, you know, 
things that you want to do, you know, whether it's you want to start teaching or you want to start selling silicone molds, if you want to start, you know, carrying products, if you're trying to come up with your own merch, if you're trying to open up your own baking store, you know, whatever it is. And if there is a lot of resistance there, and yes, like I said, fear is always going to be there. You know, fear is never going to go away. It just gets easier to manage the fear and you're kind of like, okay, yeah, 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 fear, I hear you. We're still going to do this. But if it's more than that, you know, if it's more than fear, you got to really dig deep and kind of find out what is holding you back from exploding, from coming out of that shell and really doing what you want to do. So for me, you know, going back to the whole house thing and getting a home, um, I need to believe that I could be that person. I need to believe that I can be that single mom with a four bedroom house, you know, um, paying for my kids' colleges. Um, I gotta believe that I can do that because if I can't believe in myself, it ain't gonna happen. It's not going to happen. Um, and if you were raised just the way I, I was raised, or maybe your personality is very, you know, introvert, quiet, shy, timid, uh, you're kind of scared of just getting dirty, it's going to be much, much harder for you to do things um, in a very explosive way because we're very like, mm, let me put one foot in and let me see how the water feels. And then if it's, you know, let me feel it out. And we kind of stay there with one foot in for a very long time. Ears like that, you know. And I am tired. I don't know about you, but I am tired of living life like that. With one foot in and trying to see like, mm, and, and it's kind of hard because there's people out there who literally jump into the pool without knowing <laughs> how the water is. You know, they just like go for it. You know, they just like throw themselves in there. And meanwhile, I'm over here with one foot in, you know, for a whole year, <laughs> you know, and I just want you to know you're not alone. You're not alone if you're just like me. I'm sitting right there next to you on that pool. But I literally want us to just throw ourselves in the pool, throw ourselves in the pool and believe that we can swim and believe that we can make it um, because that's the only way we're going to get that life that we truly truly want that life that we want for our kids um that's the only way you guys and i'm really working really hard on that right now on just believing that i can believing that i deserve to be that that successful business owner and that i can do it um i've done it i can do it again over and over and over again I really hope that you can throw yourself in that in that pool, you know, and we're going to swim. We're going to swim. We ain't, we ain't going to drown. We ain't going to drown. But we got to stop, you know, playing small. You know, and that's kind of what we do. We play small and we play it safe. And we feel like, uh, you know, I'm okay with the amount of money that's coming in right now. I don't need a lot. Even though deep down inside you kind of want to, you want to do more. But you're like, mm, I'm okay here. Like, it's fine. I'm okay. I'm making it. Um, deep down inside, you want more. But in order to get more, you can't play down here. You know, you can't play with one foot in. You got to jump in. So 
that's what I am planning to do, you guys. I really want to explode. I am tired of playing it small. I am tired of playing it safe. All right, you guys. I'll let you guys go. I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.